Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. I hope you had an amazing Memorial Day weekend. We had sunny weather. Woohoo! Doesn't always happen for Memorial Day weekend, but it did. And oh my goodness, to all of the allergy sufferers out there, sending you a virtual fist bump. Wow. <laughs> it was rough. Oh my goodness. Uh, I guess the best part about this weekend is I got to embrace my inner rock star because I went down with allergies and I cannot leave the house without really dark sunglasses on right now because my eyes are so sensitive. <laughs> so I had to be a rock star all weekend. People are like, it's almost dark outside. Why do you still have your glasses on? Because I'm outside. So anyway, part of life in the Northwest. I think everywhere has their allergy season and we are in the heat of it right now. So hopefully we're almost done, but know that I'm feeling you if you're out there suffering too. All right, today's real estate update. Uh, it's more of a timing thing to just know that we're heading into a time of year where the market gets a little bit sporadic as different events happen. Um, like this weekend, we just had Memorial Day weekend, not a lot of real estate activity, really slow with listings, and then not a lot of sales because it was nice weather, people are getting vaccinated, and they're starting to actually get out and travel and do those things. So just know that, A, as you're a, if you're a buyer, know that there's going to be weeks where lots of things come on the market, and then weeks that feel pretty quiet. And as you're trying to wonder why, a lot of it's going to have to do with just the time of year. Also, then as a seller, when you're looking at when do you bring your house on the market, one weekend versus another can make a huge difference in the amount of activity you get and therefore the results. So make sure you're working with an agent who's tied into that perfect and the most obvious example is July 4th is on a weekend this year. Um, and I think, like I said, there's some pent up demand to just kind of get out of town and go enjoy somewhere else other than our own houses where we've been so cooped up for the last year. So I would not recommend listing your house or coming on the market the week of July 4th. Do it the weekend before or the weekend after, but not that weekend. I think you're going to miss out on a substantial amount of activity. If you have questions about buying or selling real estate, I invite you to reach out. I am always happy to help. You can find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. There you go. And now I'm excited for our guest today. We have Marcel Waldman, Waldman, sorry, with my feel links joining us today. Such a cool product. Um, Thank you. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on the show. How are you? How are you feeling today? Gosh, well, thank you for asking. I feel like that question is so important, right? Especially yeah. given what we are about to talk about today. So I am feeling super excited to be here with you. And I really, really appreciate you having me on today. Yeah. And I'm also, you know, feeling a little bit anxious, you know, we're, <laughs> we're live, <laughs> but you know, I've done a few of these little podcasts and different things. So I, I think I can handle this one. Um, and, you know, just... I am feeling proud. I'm feeling proud of where I'm at. I'm feeling proud of my children today. Like we've had, we also had a great weekend outdoors and um, my son got to play some baseball and, you know, so great weekend we just had and the sun is out. So, so feeling, feeling some good things today. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I love it. That is yeah. so 
perfect. Yeah, this was the first kind of normally feeling weekend I think we've had yeah. in a while, right? People are out, there's groups of people. I went into a store without a mask on. It was, I was a little say, nuts. Our, I know. Yes, our team, <laughs> we we shows we showed up to our tournaments this weekend and day one, we kind of all still had our masks on. And like by day two, we were all pulling them off. It's like, well, we've all we're past our two week marks here. We're good. <laughs> You know, and then we would walk through a crowd of people. I'd kind of put it back on, like I'm not really sure, you know. But yeah, it felt really nice, especially in the heat, <laughs> not have that, you know, feeling. <laughs> heat allergies and a mask. Oh yeah, not working. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they dusted the fields, though, I put it back on. I was like, okay, I can't breathe more of this in. But yeah, it That's was it was really problem. nice. It was a really um, it was a great feeling being out there and, and like you said, seeing people out and just enjoying and having good conversation. So yeah, that's a good awesome. Weekend. Yeah. Perfect. So my feelings, I would love for you to just share with our audience. What is it, you know, sure. and, and what brought you to create this? Cause it's, it's such a cool thing. Thank you. It's designed for kids. I think we yeah. all need it. Adults could yeah. use this as well. I know. I know. <laughs> Especially I've been right told now. that plenty of times. Like, where's <laughs> my feelings for for me? I need them. Right. So, um, uh, let me just let me just go back a little a little bit so I can give a little background on myself and just like sure. why this came to be. So, yeah. um, so I actually grew up. Uh, Sorry, I grew up in the 206. I grew up on Mercer Island. Okay. We love all area codes here. <laughs> oh, perfect. Good, good. Um, so I grew up on Mercer Island and um, gosh, I, you know, spent my elementary, actually preschool, elementary, middle school and high school, went all through school there. Um, I grew up with uh, my brother and a, and a single mom and just kind of a, you know, a little bit of a different growing up than a lot of our surroundings. And, um, you know, I got to go off to college and I went to University of Arizona. Woo -woo. So did Yay. you. Yeah. And I studied elementary education. Like my top priority was find a school where I could study education and also dance because I was also a dancer. So I was able to take dance classes. I took lots of psychology courses. I was like really into, you know, that on the side, but I ended up majoring in elementary education and graduated U of A and I came back and got a teaching job back on Mercer Island where I grew up. So um, shout out to my Lake Ridge Lions. So I taught there for eight years. I taught kindergarten a wonderful experience. We had, um, you know, a great uh, program that was in our school, also an autism spectrum program. So I was um, had the pleasure of having um, some children with one-on-one -on -one support in my classes. And really, um, I tried to learn more about, you know, autism and how to work with kids. And what I realized was all of the social skills that I was reading about were not only for those children, but all of my, all needs, all children. So right. in that, I realized I don't really have a curriculum. So I am going to go figure out how to teach these kiddos all of these great social emotional skills because they all need them. So they might know all their math skills and they might know all these great things right now coming into kindergarten. But what they really need to know is how do I treat other people? How do I take care of myself? You know, so 
I went and I researched and I found things and I brought them into the classroom. They were books, they were journals. I was having kids write in journals. I was having, we were reading stories. I was finding books on how to teach specifically. How do I ask someone to play? How do I sit and listen? How do I um, engage in conversation? What do I do if I feel left out? So really explicit teaching. So again, I was just finding things that would work. And um, I found that all kids needed all of this and it was really important. So I really just grew a huge passion for social emotional learning. So as I was teaching kindergarten, I then had my children. And so I took a little bit of time and I substituted and took a little time off. And then when my son was three and went to preschool, I started teaching preschool for a couple of years and found the same thing. Like here I am, there's not actually like a curriculum. So I brought a curriculum into the preschool, really focusing on feelings. And, you know, from there kind of realized like I could create something that works for kids to be using at home, kids to be using at school and really focus on emotions. And that was really important. And I'll tell you why, because if we can understand our own emotions and we can understand others' emotions, then we have a huge um, leg up on our successes in our relationships. I mean, think about people you work with, right? right? On an everyday basis. Like you want someone to understand and be able to read you. You want to be able to read them. You want to have those skills. And so if we can build those into kids from a young age, then we are really setting them off on these lifelong important skills that will serve them in life. So that is kind of a long story on how this came to be. And then I want to go back to my childhood. So when I was growing up, like this, what I created would have been so good for a mother like mine, who was, you know, trying to juggle life and children and job and, you know, all the things that we're all juggling. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I wanted to create something tangible for kids and for parents. And um, so this is a set of feeling dolls. And for those of us that are live here, I can show you there are four of these dolls and they each have, you know, a feeling. So we have calm and excited and there are three more here. And it's also a journal that is, looks like this. It's a nice lay flat journal for kiddos. And it's all about our feelings. How am I feeling? And um, being able to name our emotions. And that's really where this all came from. I love it. That's Thank so you. amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's so great that you, you saw the need, which is clearly there, but you were able to yeah. develop something. If you're just tuning in, we have Marcel Waldman joining us on the show today. Um, the founder and creator of My Feelings. Um, which is designed to help kids understand and articulate their yeah. feelings, um, yeah. which is, it's such a huge thing. And, and you're right. It's not, it's not taught. Um, right. And I think even as parents, it's something we gloss over, don't think about. And the reality is, is not all adults are good at this either. No, so. and, it, and it is so true. And I think even for myself, like the number one thing that I would say for parents, right, or caretakers, yes. is that if we can try to do it for ourselves and we can 
model it. Now, we are not perfect at this. Like I do not manage my emotions every time with my nine and 11 year olds. Right. Right. But I also think it's good for them to see when we don't and let them know. But if we can, you know, kind of um, let our children know or speak out loud. Like my daughter sometimes like, I don't really like when you're talking to yourself like that. And I'm like, well, I'm trying to let you know that I am frustrated right now and I need a break, you know? So the more we can model it and we need to practice that as adults, um, right. the more our children see it and, and hear it and they're watching, they're listening and if we know that more than this last year and a half, like of us all being together, right, twenty four seven, you know, and lots of emotions going on this last year, and I think we've been talking more about social emotional learning in our children, and really hoping that you know our kids are getting those needs met through school. But we have to remember that this is a partnership. This is our homes. This is our schools. It's our community. Like this is not just, this doesn't just happen in one place. We need right. to rely on making sure that we are, we are doing this in all settings for our kids. And even if you feel like, oh my goodness, my kiddo knows how to say, you know, I'm sad and, or I'm happy and they don't know anything else. You know what? There's a starting point. And then we learn to, to teach them other feelings and emotions like, my 11-year-old can tell me that she's feeling anxious about something, right? But your three-year-old's not going to necessarily understand the difference between feeling scared or feeling anxious. But over right. time, those are the things that we're trying to teach, right? So those are the things we want them to be able to kind of, as I call it in the journal, there are places where these eight core emotions are what I focus on, but then there are what I call words to grow on. So we're teaching them that, um, happy is, is a great, like poor feeling and we can use happy a lot, but we also can feel like grateful or, um, you know, I, I'm thrilled about something or, you know, when I'm feeling calm, maybe, maybe I'm just peaceful right now. Like, so just teaching more specifically so that our kids get better at expressing it they also get better at managing it. Like if they can name it, they can tame it, right? I think we've right. all oh, I love heard that. that. <laughs> like it's true though, right? Like I know when I can say I'm feeling angry, like how do I now bring myself down? Because I'm an adult and I've practiced that a lot over time. But our children, they need to learn how to be angry and then how to manage that feeling. They can't right. just, they're not gonna figure it out. And I am at fault for this too, but like sending my kid to their room and saying, well, you're mad. So I'll see you later. Like that might not work. I have a little guy who that was the worst thing I could have done. Like yeah. that did not work for him. He wanted a hug. Like he did not want to be sent away from me. He wanted to be close to me when he was, mad. Or, yeah. you know, when he was littler, he's nine now, but yeah. So we need to figure out and our kids need different things, right? Like my right. daughter is not the same as my son when her needs, she's more of a, I want to go in my room and be quiet. That's how mm -hmm. she regulates. That's her favorite, you know, or yeah. putting on symphony music. That's her other one. <laughs> I love it. That's so right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So we need to practice as adults. And I think if we can get better at modeling what that looks like for our kids, 
And then things like these, the dolls that I was saying that I created to go with the feelings journal, they've been really good for kids to be able to even non-verbal children to be able to communicate how they are feeling by grabbing the doll, by using them. They're using them for imaginative play. Some kids are using them to even speak to their parents about how they're feeling. So it's an, right. Like what kid doesn't want these like super soft, you know, squishy dolls. And they also have these touch points. There's the head, the heart and the belly. And those are because that's where we like our emotions are felt throughout our body. And if we can understand a little more like, gosh, when I'm excited, my heart rate goes up or even when I'm scared, but when I'm calm, things are feeling my heart rate goes down. My head feels light. You know, so getting our kids to just really understand and learn that we have to teach it to them. We have to teach it to them. I think that's great. Um, If you want to go check these out, you can go to Mm myfeellinks.com. You have, and people can buy the journal and the dolls on there. I think this is so great for kids to have and for parents to work with their kids and you were kind of talking about it just now, but one of the things I really liked when I was on your website is um, you have, you know, descriptions of the emotions, but you describe the thought part of it, but like you said, also the physical reaction part of it. Yes. Because the reality is, you know, some of us are more, you know, kinesthetic or visual or um, I forget what the other one is, but uh, you know, we experience things differently. Some people can easier, more easily get in contact with this is how I feel physically versus like, this is what's going on in my head. Yes. And I think I love that you describe it in different ways so that it's easier for people to kind of go, okay, that's, you know, to identify where they fall. Right. In that part and, of it. and I love that point because what we also know is that we all have mental health, right? That is a part right. of all of us. We all have mental yeah, health. It's a thing. Yeah. So, and it's important. Yeah. It's important. And we're, we're actually just, we just wrapped up mental health awareness month, but we need to keep that awareness going that like, if, and this is, this is a huge part of it, you know, being able to sit with our emotions, but not like sit in them. Right. Like, right. I am feeling, I am feeling these things. I am not these things, but I am feeling these things. And, and what do, what, what can I do about that? And, you know, being able to, as a child, talk to your parent, no matter what age you are, I still call my mother. We talk more than once a day. And I, I still talk about how I'm feeling and she can still read me. And we still have that, you know, I mean, she's the, my closest friend too. So I think it's really important that, um, like I said, that we teach our children to communicate that and know that their behaviors are about something. And so we need to be able to tune into that with our kids. We need to be able to validate how they're feeling, let them express how they're feeling. That doesn't mean it's okay to go hit or throw something. We need to teach them that that's not okay, but being able to express it, being able to um, then learn how to manage it and problem solve this, you know, the, the situation at hand or the feelings that are happening those are the important things that we need to help our children learn. Without I think that's so great. Yeah. Well, and you were talking about it on your website as well. It's and like, I love that whole phrase. If you can name it, you can tame it. That's yeah, right. So perfect. <laughs> I know. Yes. <laughs> but it's the whole also, you know, once you can name it for yourself, you can also right. realize that 
you know, okay, well, if this causes me to react this way, it's probably like that for other people too. Yes. Oh, so, absolutely. you know, yes. what it opens up for, okay, how do you want to respond to somebody based yes. on what they have going? Well, and let me just tell you, so there's like, so in the feelings journal, as you said, we're all different learners. I am not, you are not getting a journal and like, oh, well, great. Now I know what to do with this. No, there are, um, there are pages for the adult to read through. What do I do with this? What's a great way to use this, the, the journal and the dolls? What, how do I, um, you know, it talks about how we don't, we don't just throw a journal at an angry child. That is not, right. that is not yeah. what I'm suggesting <laughs> at all. You know, it is, the dolls are great. Like they're used anytime. I've got kiddos that carry them around in their backpack. I've got, you know, I mean, I'm getting these great stories. I've got, um, there's a counselor out in a school counselor out in Delaware who's using them and she's using them. Um, she's a McKinney Vento, um, uh, site person, which means she works with um, children in transitional housing and, mm. and, and homelessness. And she's been, the dolls have been like an amazing piece for these kiddos because they're able to really talk about their emotions. And then those touch points, she's just loving. But my point is you're not left high and dry. As you said, we're all different learners. So I have things kind of like typed out so you can read through what to do. But then I have like these great little, like beautiful, artistic graphics that kind of like a flow yeah. chart, like how do I use this with my child? Um, so you don't have to be a counselor or a doctor or a teacher to know like what to do with this, but there it does tell you in the beginning, what do I do with it? But what I also want to say is that there are, um, I talk about it in the journal as well, but we were just saying like, what are the things we're learning from this? And there are five things and I'm just going to read them because I don't want to say anything wrong, but so self-awareness is the first one. And that's just really like getting to know ourselves. So why is emotional intelligence, this whole idea of like knowing our emotions and understanding them and understanding others. So self-awareness is just really knowing ourselves and understanding how we feel day to day and moment to moment. And those change, like we are all, it's all waves all day long. We're in and out of lots of feelings. Um, self-management, you know, um, being able to manage those emotions, being able to take care of our ourselves. Like these are those lifelong skills, social awareness, you know, reading, reading how other people are feeling, finding, you know, empathy, knowing how to react to somebody else in a, in a social situation. And then just relationship skills, building those in the workplace, building those in the home, building those out in your community. And then responsible decision-making, right? So if um, we are asked to do something that maybe isn't the right thing to do, maybe you, at first you think that sounds fantastic. And then you're like, but that is not a good idea. So right. um, yeah, so making making responsible decisions. So these are, these are not from me. These are from amazing scientists who have studied this and I have just, taken a whole lot of time and put my passion into why it is important for us to have what is called emotional intelligence, because more and more they're finding those, those gurus in this world that is not, not, not my findings, but that it is and can be a predictor more than our academic achievement in our lives. 
And if you think about your everyday social skills, your, your um, relationships with others out at work too, you know, as you get older, um, those, those are all really important things for us to have. Um, so that is why this, this set is so important to me and why being on here and talking about this and just educating our community is really important to me. I love it. Again, if you're just oh. tuning in, we have Marcel Waldman, the founder and creator of My Field Link or My Feel Links. Jeez, I'm having a hard time with the pronunciation of stuff today. <laughs> it sounds like feelings, but it's feel links, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's a little tongue twister. Yes. Yeah. It's a good so play can, on words though. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, no, it's perfect. So you can go to myfeelinks.com or you can also go to nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast and we will have links to everything after the show because um, you've got a great journal that kids can okay. use and I love the prompts that you have in there and then those little well who doesn't need another stuffed animal you always you know, need right? more Look at these stuffy guys. things right yeah. pretty angry right super angry. <laughs> I love it I know right oh. and they're super <laughs> this is scared they're super soft they're you know they're nice and squeezable a lot of um a lot of children love like that feedback too of just squeezing yeah. so maybe when they're feeling you know angry maybe just that that feedback and that squeezing or I talk about putting them on their bellies and breathing yeah. with them so teaching that breath of like breathe in for four hold it for four breathing out for four you know they call it box breathing so you could think about four right and hold for four you know and these are great ways to help our children figure out how to how to calm the emotion right we're not trying to say right. get rid of it don't have it we're just trying to talk about how do we now that we're, we're we're up here and we're feeling super excited and we're kind of over the top how do i come back down a bit and, and get to that point of, you know, like my head is a little more clear and now here we go and move forward. Right. Um, but like I said, it's not about getting rid of the emotion. It's about we're having it and now what do I do about it? Um, so yeah, we could breathe with these, squeeze them. They could throw them. I mean, don't let the dog get them because that might not go well, but they're all- they're all. <laughs> hey, dogs um, have feelings too. I know, I know, it is true, it is true, I know. but. Yeah. And these, these little, like I said, these, these little toys, I mean, they're toy tested. I did, it's like went from teacher to manufacturing stuff. It was like, okay, I got to learn this whole thing. And when they're toy, when they're for children, you got to have everything toy tested and up to, up to, uh, you know, up to all the regulations. So. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I so appreciate you being here again, Marcel Waldman with myfeelinks.com. We'll have everything on the website for you after the show. Thanks so much for joining us Thank today. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Uh, absolutely. Take care, everybody. Have a great Tuesday, and we'll see you next week. Bye.